0: This is a story of the one-hour startup killer. So is it possible to kill an entire startup within one hour? I'm going to share a story with you on my approach to building a business versus the conventional approach where people try to start with the MVP first. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you can decide for yourself what is the right approach to do. So right now I am in Tulum, Mexico, and being part of being part of this community in tulum tulum is a it's a very special place it is in the caribbean it is a little bit south like an hour south of cancun and it is a it feels like a tropical island it's not an island but it feels like a tropical island it's a very small village and it attracts your digital nomads it attracts really high net worth individuals It also attracts a lot of people that are seeking holistic healing. So a lot of yogis and people that are into that kind of stuff. But essentially, there's a lot of free thinking people here. Most of the people that come here, Tulum is probably the most expensive place in Mexico, Most of the people that come here are working remotely, whether they're running their companies remotely or they are a freelancer and they're just trying to get away from the pandemic and they're here, you know, just to be near the beach and play in the jungle. One of the problems that people in Tulum run into is, okay, because it's a small village, it's not like a city. It's not a big city. The infrastructure here is really horrible. And with that horrible infrastructure comes power outages, your internet goes out, sometimes the water doesn't work. When I first moved into Tulum in my uh, uh, condo that I rent right now, I moved in in September and for an entire month, I would say that we only had power for maybe 15, 15 of those days and the internet just kept on going out. And it was crazy. Like that entire month, I did not get a single bit of work done at all. And the entire time I was thinking, I was thinking like, there's so many other people that have this same exact issue. Why don't I build a solution for them? Especially since I'm in Tulum and I'm meeting people anyway, I might as well just bring these people into my world as clientele. So what I did is I created a quick landing page and it took me, less than an hour to do and I put this landing page out and I started broadcasting it and I started driving traffic to it so I think there's I don't know how many people have signed up but there's a lot of people that have signed up to this thing and the the way that I built this is actually using the vertical method now here's the interesting story I was asked to do a talk at the Tulum entrepreneurship club about the perfect average day exercise And if you don't know that exercise, it's on my YouTube. Go ahead and check that out. But I was invited to do a talk. And during the talk, we had a sponsor. And the sponsor was this young lady who was trying to develop a co-working center that would fix this problem, right? That would fix this problem of the Internet going out, etc. And she was building this co-working app idea where all the different places in Tulum that had extra space and had good internet connection you could these um you know restaurants or whatever it would be they would be able to rent out these internet locations for office space so you can think of it kind of like it was a pretty good idea it was like co-working meets uber or I'm sorry meets um Airbnb so this was her idea that night and then me not even thinking about this one hour landing page that i made long time ago and people are actually sharing this it's um people are coming into my community from this landing page this person that was sponsoring the event the very next day she calls me because she someone sent her my site i suppose and she and she um started accusing me of stealing her idea and she thought that when I was at this talk, giving my talk, and she gave her a little spiel, that I thought it was such a good idea, despite having going to co-working centers for like the past three years. She thought I stole her idea and I made this one-hour landing page and I started stealing all of her customers. So she was so upset. She's worked on her idea for maybe six months without a single customer. And here I was with my one-hour landing page doing the vertical method, building up my customer base and easily being able to take over her business. In fact, she spent so much of her time and her money just building out whatever she was building out without any customers. And she doesn't even know if customers are actually gonna buy into it or not. The point where she's going right now, she'll, she'll probably be in debt. She will probably have a distressed company that's going nowhere. And me, while I'm growing my audience base for this service, I can go in there and I can buy up this distressed company easily and just put my people in there and then have it running. And that's actually one of my plans. So if you look at the episode about the vertical method meets the digital asset flywheel, You can hear my long-term strategy on how I plan to flip businesses using this method because I know these other startup founders that are building out their MVPs, they're distressed. They're going into debt. And the reason I know that is because I was there and I talked to a lot of founders and a lot of founders fail because they're building out their MVP first and they realize that they built something that people don't even want. So this is how I killed a startup essentially with the one-hour landing page using the vertical method. And how I'm continuing to use this method to buy and sell businesses because other startups are focusing on building the product first when they really should be focusing on building the audience first. Because it's like this. Even if you have a product, you're still going to need to market it. So why not just start there? Why not start with the audience first and then move on to the product? In fact, the other day I was actually thinking about this amazing calendar AI app idea and I was in, in Tulu Mexico, I met with a computer scientist, he's an AI engineer. And we were. I was talking about this idea and he was like, yeah, that would be so easy to implement. Why don't I just start go, you know, why don't I start coding something and see what we can do and we'll start testing it and see if it works. And I stopped him and I said, hold on, don't write a single line of code. Let me go build up the audience base for this product first and then we'll use them to beta test it. And." He started feeling uncomfortable all of a sudden because he was like, well, if you go out and build the audience first, you have all the power of the entire business. And what he said was actually very profound. It's like so true. He, I do have all the power because I control the audience. So it doesn't matter if he's building out my AI platform for me or if someone else is. I, ha- I can pick. I can pick and choose. No one holds any kind of advantage over me because I have the crowd. So If you are thinking about building a startup, I encourage you to forget the MVP, forget the product, forget the process, and work on building the audience first, because you are going to have to do it anyway. Imagine that you had an MVP right now. What's your next step? You have to go find an audience. So why not start with the audience first? I hope that helps. This is Robin Copernicus. Boom, bam, I'm out